Welcome to the Tutor Podcast, the only weekly show for anyone who is in the business of helping people. If you're a tutor, a teacher, or a coach, the Tutor Podcast will help you start, grow, and love your tutoring business in plain English without the buzzwords and BS. If you want to make more money and make more of a difference, the Tutor Podcast will be with you every step of the way. Hi, it's Neil here with the Tutor Podcast, talking uncommon sense about how to start, grow and love your tutoring, teaching and coaching business. Now, today I want to talk about work, particularly working absurdly hard. I'm talking about working so hard that most people think you're crazy. Because one of the things I really want to get out there is the idea that if you only do the things that most people won't do, you can ultimately end up being able to do what most people can't. What I've learned over the years as a, as a business person is there are two types of people. There's us, the, the people who are making it happen for themselves, the entrepreneurs, if you like, our tribe, and them. The civilians. Now, I want to give you a bit of a disclaimer here, because although I do what most people consider to be way too much work, I don't work. I play every day. As I've covered before in uh, episodes of the podcast, I've got two simple rules is don't do stuff that makes you unhappy. That's rule one. Rule two is don't deal with tossers. Now, all I do every day is what I love. Now, for me, that's writing, teaching guitar, playing around with properties, building and making stuff. Yeah, I make music and it's it's all just, it's all part of one jigsaw puzzle of a game. And I'm on it 70, 80, 90 hours a week. Because, to be quite honest, there's not much else that fascinates me anywhere near as much as what I get paid for. Now, the media, the television, and all the marketing spiel out there peddles the idea of being comfortable and life should be luxurious. I mean, screw that, for God's sake. A pedicure won't make me as happy as solving a problem in the business or helping a student get past their roadblock. It'll make me nowhere near as happy as adding another property to the portfolio and growing my businesses a little bit, successfully writing an article or book that reaches someone, or even developing another new learning tool, a better way of expressing an idea. You know, a pedicure, a manicure, having a bit more gold on my wrist isn't going to make me a happier person. Trust me on this. I've gone down the materialist path before. It It's a sideshow. If you've got the money to do that stuff, wonderful. But make sure the money isn't driving you. Make sure it's just a byproduct of being successful and useful. So what I'm saying here is beware of comfort. Comfort makes you soft. Softness makes you weak. Weakness makes you vulnerable. And being vulnerable makes you a victim. You'll fall for all sorts of scams and schemes. You'll buy loads of crap that is sold to you as the answer to all your problems that'll make you feel better. And it's bullshit. It's nonsense on stilts. 
Now I don't want you to go for that comfort thing. What I want you to do is go for something that challenges you. Because a challenge is an opportunity dressed in working clothes. And if all you do is take challenges and overcome them, you're into what I call endless growth. As you opt out of the comfort zone, you find out what you're made of. Now, this is not a popular choice, but life is not a popularity contest. As a business person, as an entrepreneur, you've got to be prepared to be unpopular with civilians because they won't get it. They won't understand that when you begin to work absurdly hard on yourself, you start to change. You work harder on yourself than you do on your business or even on your job. And in so doing, you discover your power. You find out what your limits are and you test them. Let me ask you something. If you never tested to see what you were capable of, how would you ever find out? Unless you test your limits, you'll never figure out what your limits are and you'll never be able to move them. And our job, I believe, as human beings is to find out every day what we can do a little bit better. And this gives us an immense sense of power and well-being and security. It makes us better able to respond every day. Now, yeah, of course, there are going to be setbacks and sticking points. But that's where the growth is actually hidden. Tucked away inside of that problem that you've been given is the kernel, the nugget that you need to move forward. The learning is in there. Now, all of this is well and good, and it's hard. It's way harder than most people will do. But that's great news, because we're opting into the process, whereas most people opt out. They're the civilians. They look on as we stumble. Then we get up and try again, over and over, and the civilians shake their heads silently and secretly wishing that they had your nerve your energy and your daring. But because most of the civilians are there on the sidelines, looking on, scared, there's not actually much competition out there. The great majority of the population are civilians and they've declined the invitation to play this game. Now, what I've noticed over the years is that that there's not much traffic on the road to excellence and success because most people simply don't get it. They want to play golf and chill out. I mean, chill out? Just don't even get me started on that. I don't play golf. I don't want to go and chill out and drink beer. I want to figure out how to be more awesome and more useful every day. There's an old line, which I believe traces back to Dr. Seuss, that goes something like this. Why do you want to fit in when you were born to stand out? As a child, I was very different. I would probably have been on the autistic spectrum growing up. If I'd known that somewhere there was someone else who got that it was okay to be different, that would have made a big difference. Because over the years, what I've come to understand is normal is what you accept. Normal is what you calibrate for. 
in my family, it's a rolling joke that my crazy world is called normal for Neil. Now, maybe it's a 90-hour week while studying for a university degree and popping out the other end of that, still alive with a first whilst renovating a house. So maybe it's that for you. Maybe it's it's just studying 30 minutes a day, an hour. Maybe it's writing every day and having a word count. If, if you have a seven-day work week, like I do, because mine is actually a seven-day weekend, not a working week, or maybe you take on the biblical seventh day of rest, then that's cool. That's normal for you. Now, if the big guy could build everything you see in six days and then give himself a day off, what's your excuse? Most people are doing five-day weeks and bitching about it. They might be contracted to work 40 hours a week and get annoyed or pissed off when they actually have to do that. Don't go there. Calibrate your normal for what's going to get you where you want to go and stick with it. And set yourself a normal level of income. A long time ago, 25000 a year would have been good for me. Expectations were pretty low in my family. Now, if it's not six figures, nothing, nothing for me. But you just kind of set it, keep recalibrating it, and gradually moving the ratchet upwards and upwards. My brother once asked me, how much is enough? I say, I don't know. I haven't got there yet. But nothing is ever going to be enough because that's not actually the target. That's the byproduct of doing what I do every day. Now, for most people, normal is getting in the car, turning the radio on, listening to crap. For me, normal is getting in the car, and simultaneously entering into a lecture or a talk being given by some of the best minds on the planet. This is my university on wheels. My little car and I go everywhere together. And I'm accompanied by some of the best minds on the planet. That's normal for me. My son thinks that's odd. He doesn't quite get it yet, but he will. Define your own normal. And there's one thing that I really want you to think about here is, is how much you move, how much exercise you get. What's your normal level of exercise? Guys, in business, in life, this is not a negotiable thing. If your body's breaking down, it doesn't matter how much success or influence you have. You're dying. So decide what normal looks like for you. It doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. And then go and find yourself a convoy of like-minded people to get into. Whether it's in person, in a group, in a room, once we're let out from under house arrest, and we haven't got to be two metres apart from each other, and all that nonsense. Whether it's in person or online or on the phone, don't be alone in this. Go and find people who are doing what you are doing. Preferably people who were further along and tucking behind them, just like slipstreaming when I was a cycle racer, when, when I was racing bikes. If I could sit on somebody else's wheel and they'd shield me from the wind, 
it would maybe be 20-30% easier to pedal. So it would have a little bit more left in the tank when the final sprint came. Now, this is actually tough for most people to understand. But I promise you this. When you begin, then it is tough. But over time, you kind of develop calluses on your mind and on your mindset. When I mean callous, I don't mean cruel or indifferent to, to anyone else, but you develop a kind of mental toughness, a kind of thick skin, if you like. You, know, you become happy to become an eccentric. Um, one of my students came in last week and said, oh, we have a mutual friend. And he mentioned the person's name and he said, he knows you. He says you're not right in the head. Wow. I take that as a compliment because what it means is I'm a very different person than the everyday folks that our mutual friend runs into. It means I'm on a different pathway, a different trajectory. And it's recognisable to people. Again, it's that don't try to fit in. You were born to stand out. So you kind of set your own life standards, you work towards it and keep growing. Remember that when you hear yourself say that you should do something, you've bought into somebody else's plan for you. Because should is normative language, it seeks to impose a standard on you. Now, you can use that constructively as you should do X, Y and Z to complete your plans. But... If that should is coming from somewhere else or someone else, don't settle. Don't accept it unless you really want to. Don't settle and don't aim for comfort and compliance. What this will do is allow you to become more useful and to move through the world in a way that leaves everyone you meet feeling better for having had that encounter. And day by day as you exert more control over how life goes for you and you work at it and you work at it you work at it so damned hard that people think you're mental you begin to disregard the negativity you grow to trust yourself you develop and you learn and because of what you become you can help more people and you can add something to the world that's way more important than sitting on a beach sipping margaritas and getting your nails done. When you do this every day, you'll gradually change over time and you become profoundly different. Perhaps you'll even become exceptional. But day by day, for you, the change is imperceptible. Your normality gradually changes and evolves a little at a time, a little at a time until you become a different person. The civilians around you will inevitably tell you how lucky you are. And they'll usually tell you that you should share some of your good luck. Now, this is all the product of work. It's hard work. We'll promise you this, guys. When you work absurdly hard, you can wind up doing what you want to do every day. And you can get really well paid for it. You can build and grow a business 
you can build and grow a legacy. In so doing, you can help a ton of people, whether directly in the business or as I do, I, I have a paid mentor program where I mentor tutors and small business startups. And you can help them to get what they want in life. And as you look at the civilians around you, you realize that you can do what they can't because you did what they wouldn't. And it's not a question of luck. For me, as a father, one of the best parts of this is that I every day demonstrate to the people most important to me a little of what is possible. I give them permission to be exceptional in their own lives by aiming for that in mine. If you keep on growing, you'll keep on having more fun. Life will become more and more engaging as you keep on asking the, the vital question, what else can I do? Your whole life transforms itself into an ever-changing, fascinating game. And yet most people think that that's working absurdly hard. Guys, take this on board because if, if I had known this as a kid, a very troubled, misfit, disturbed, violent child, had I known that as that child then, as a teenager with a drink problem through to my 20s where I was totally lost and didn't know what I was doing. When I finally got this stuff into my head in my mid-twenties, life began to change for me. And the people around me think I work too hard. But I haven't done a day's work in 30 odd years. All I've done is hang around with excellent people doing what I love and getting well paid for it. Tell me he was crazy. The guy who's working seven days a week doing stuff he loves, or the person who's working five days a week in a job they hate to buy two days of freedom where they can actually do the things that they enjoy. As always, guys, let me know how you get on and what you think, because I'm listening to you. I'm here to learn from you as well as talk. And I'm always interested in how you guys make your tutoring and coaching businesses work for you. You know, I don't have all the answers. I've got a boatload of cock-ups behind me and a few answers that work for me. Get in touch. It's info at neilcamado.com and you can follow me on Twitter where I am at Tutor Podcast. So hit the subscribe button and you'll automatically get every episode as soon as they're live leave a review always good to hear from you and we'll wrap it up for today because i've got awesome stuff to do today and join me next time on the tutor podcast where it's all about how to start grow and love your tutoring business have a fabulous day 
Get in touch with the Tutor Podcast via email or social media, and the Tutor Podcast team will be listening. Subscribe on iTunes and you'll automatically get the latest episode directly sent to your device. And remember to share, rate and review TTP so that we can help other people to start, grow and love their tutoring businesses. 